and this is a true story if you really want something like especially if you're just starting out you'll get someone's attention if you say yo hey can i come in and book two to five calls for your day hey can i come in you know if you haven't gotten the reps in like if you're new and say hey i'll do it for free for 30 days when you put money in other people's pockets they're going to make sure they put money in your pocket right they're going to make sure because it's you're showing people not telling them right so yeah man don't don't wait if you really want something like just go do it create something for them super dope and just like send it to them for free like send them your service your value for free and then they're gonna notice boom you're gonna stand out if they like it yeah so be a giver not a taker exactly yeah. be a giver i mean that's the story of life you give you shall receive we're in the land of the buddha of the karma and so do good and you shall receive good build your personal brand and start maybe thinking about what's the business that you're gonna build on the side of doing that immediate income. And all they're doing is just slowing down their own success, right? Boom, in the building, the one and only Desmond in the house. Welcome, up, man? welcome to, to the spot. So we connected over Instagram, you know, Thailand, Bali crew, and your agency is remote closing. What's it, remote, remote sales team? remote sales manager remote sales <laughs> manager so your agency just real quick off the bat what is your what does your agency do yeah so uh my agency is essentially a placement agency matched with uh actually remote managing so our job is to build sales teams we manage them we train them and we help the entrepreneur and the business grow so got it yeah. by plugging in installing the remote sales team for them yep okay cool awesome so just right off the bat let's do some rapid fire questions so all right so what do you tell folks out there who may follow you what do you tell them in your opinion is the best way to achieve this digital nomad life this is rapid fire so you got one minute well, okay. All right. If, so, if you're a beginner talking to like a beginner, like I want to, I want to be doing what you're doing guys. Like, what do I do? All right. So the first thing is secure the back, right? Okay. So find us, have a skill that you can do on the go. So that could be trading stocks. That could be freelancing, whatever. And then the second thing is like, make sure you pick the geographical location that you want to land into based upon what will have you, you know, most energized to live a fulfilling life. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's pr pretty important. And so after those two things, securing the bag, making sure you pick a geographical location, I would say do more long-term things first so that you're spreading out your cost, you can get into a routine, you can, you can explore the area. Um, I think that's the third thing. So not starting too fast. I think you gotta like maybe go for somewhere for a month or two months first, to just warm yourself into it, get used to it. And then you're, you know, you, you'll get better, better at nomading essentially. Okay, Yeah. gotcha. And so number two, someone has seen your content or my content i'm interested in this remote closing thing this remote sales team but like i'm a beginner i don't really have sales experience but i i could see myself potentially doing this where do i even get started to look for like a remote sales job i think the first thing is securing the skills first okay. so um you know finding someone that i think the industry let's do this this way so you should get familiar with okay what skills you need to have and be obsessed with obtaining those obtaining obtaining those skills and then just practicing what you want to be in the present moment so like i deal with salespeople like 20 to 50 a day right on average between me and my team and the ones that we choose to place usually are the ones who have behavior associated with what a salesperson is so 
following up right after an interview which mm-hmm. secret yeah. guys a lot of people don't do that yeah it's, you got to do it yeah second thing is feedback so if you don't get a position ask for feedback ask always seek how can i grow and that shows coachability and yeah. someone will be willing to take a chance on you because you have those just two three raw ingredients of being hungry yeah. following up like that's yeah. that's what people want to see. Yeah. Basic yeah. career skills. Like if you don't get the interview, like Gary V said in a, a piece I saw yesterday, like you only applied once and you gave up on your dream. Apply fucking 30 times to your dream job. You should always reapply, reach out, go above and beyond if you really want it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, man, because it's like if you can't follow up to get the job, you're not going to follow up to get the back. Mm. Right. Mm, money right there. All right. So if you've watched this far um definitely leave a like um check out des on instagram uh link in description and uh yeah definitely like this this video and subscribe to the podcast channel if you're not seeing this on the podcast channel subscribe to it living that life podcast new channel for the full episodes all right cool 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 um all right so let's say all right next rapid fire question all right um I got the remote sales job, you know, I'm, I'm able to, you know, work from wherever, let's say you're out here, you're doing it. What, what in your experience have been the secrets to really start crushing it? Obsessed. And what I mean by obsessed was just like studying your craft, right? So literally studying your KPI, studying your calls, just being obsessed with the game. And then Mm -hmm. also like not being attached with you collecting the bag but you bring a value to other people man like when i first started in sales i sucked right and the big shift for me doing you know donuts to millions was being obsessed with the other person's desired outcome and then that when that client can feel that energy right mm-hmm. so you become like super savage and, it, and you just like attract deals because you're just so obsessed with providing amazing value to the people you're talking with and then ultimately your skills also get better they compound yeah yeah because that's what it's all about it's all about providing value trying to help the people like modern sales is not about like being like salesy like i don't even like the word sales it's communication Mm -hmm. and it's helping line people up to the solution which is you know some sort of usually educational product or service that they're already interested in so it's like the doctor patient uh, analogy where you're hearing their their situation and then you're going to prescribe what will actually help them exactly so, yeah all right cool um let's see what other rapid fire questions do i have do we get all right so next rapid fire question i'll get dms after i did that video um riley all right, i want to get started in the remote sales but like, let's say I, I got the skills. Let's say I've, I've already had a corporate sales job. Like, I'm ready to jump in. I got the skills. Where do I find a job? Do I do I go on, like, these Facebook groups? Do I Google search? Do I contact a recruiter or, like, what? Yo, so I think that it's like, it's like a full court blitz, man. There's no one path. You just mm-hmm. got to take all roads because they all lead to Rome, which is the bag in your yep. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think you should be doing other things. You should be talking to recruiters. You should be going out hunting your own things. Like, look, I know that if I, if the guys that are on my roster right now are not looking also for their own opportunities, that's a problem. Cause that means they're being codependent on me, which I think is not good. I, like you want them to be assertive, right? So if you got the, 
you know, the personality or the, in the mindset to be assertive to like, I'm going to get this no matter what, like, cause I'm taking radical responsibility for my life, hmm. then you're going to land a job. And then obviously as a recruiter, right. Or if I'm, you know, recruiting for clients. Yeah. I want those guys who are, who want it, who are hungry, right? Like you're not, you can't fake it. It's either you, you want to do it or you don't want to do it. So I think reaching out, um, and then also, adding value so like depending on where you are in terms of the skill and experience ladder like you just got to get in somewhere to get the numbers and then you progress your way up right so like i call it like a b-level opportunity right or a c-level mm -hmm. opportunity right and you just go in there you build the skills you you know you, you get your reps in and then you leverage that to get the next level and then the next level then the next level to get yeah. to like the 20 40k months man yeah. like you gotta have reps bro yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta start basically what that means is Put another way, start with maybe um, a a lower position. It may be a worse offer, so a lower paying offer, working for a smaller company, and then you can go apply to more jobs for bigger companies, for you know more uh, serious or important, you know, bigger company roles with bigger packages that you're selling. Because the bigger the company is, the bigger they can pay, right? And the the more experienced sales they want. So get those reps and then you can put on your profile. Yeah, I've closed, you know, 100, 100K so far. Then go look for a bigger, bigger job, bigger offer, bigger job, bigger offer. And so what is a recruiter? So I, I didn't even really know until I discovered you. Like go more into detail about what your company does. And then, so let's say someone already has experience and so how would they, how would that work? If someone contact you or how would it work? Or yeah. do they have to apply it or yeah, what's the, what's the process? So I'm gonna give you guys the game. So if you're interested in remote sales, like I'm gonna give you- like, Yeah, he's the process. guy. That's why like I'm getting so many questions and I've already referred you how many, like good, good handful or two uh, guys over your way. And so, yeah, just tell them like, what's the process like um, to potentially have your company place them in a job? So I'm a big fan of quality over quantity. And because at the end of the day, our company only gets paid if the guy that we're placing performs, okay? Yeah. And so like we, t like that's our business model, right? Mm. So we get paid 30 days after the rep starts so they can, you know, so it protects the risk for the company, right? And that's how we're gonna scale. It makes it easier to get started. And so for us, we just don't wanna just throw bodies into a customer because that's gonna create more work and delay our cash flow. So I just wanna be super blunt because that's how, how our model works. So for us, when we see quality guys, for instance, we just placed someone a week ago, 2K base plus 20% com up front, 5% mm. sat like for a really big company, right? Like, mm. you know, an eight figure business. But it took us about 45 days to get him that role because he had a unique skill set. We wanna place him with the right offer. He was patient with us. Because yep. usually the guys at that level have something else going on and they're just usually not moving out always for money, but looking for the right opportunity to grow themselves personally or, mm -hmm. you know, their own personal thing. So if you're an experienced guy out there who is really good and you have a track record, then if you work, if you came in, you know, worked for us or, you know, came in our database and, you know, um, and we identified you as like a top level talent, our goal is to land you into a job that you wouldn't want to leave. <laughs> anytime uh, soon yeah right because yeah. it's in your incentivized because you get that's how your business model is uh-huh yeah how, however well you perform in that job is is however your business gets gets compensated yeah that's an interesting business model um so like okay cool so you guys heard it right there and so i've already referred you you some guys and like i had that call with you to explain like how exactly does this work 
And so one part of the apply to get into your database is send a video yep. and put it together an application. So just run through what, what does that look like? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm going to give you guys, this is going to help a lot of you guys stand out, hopefully. Yeah. Um, the first thing is we get a lot of videos, right? And the ones, if you are automatically reading a script, which yeah. means we can look at your eyes and tell that you're reading a script. Yeah. And you sound robotic. You're in, we have a rating system. We watch the videos. Every yeah. single video we watch and we rate based upon your application, right? And if you script, man, you're you're automatically going into a three to, out of five stars, just straight up, and gave me the game. Yeah. And then the second thing is, after you do the video, I look for this. And Tony Robbins' teams, you know, I don't want to you know give out too much information, but mm. a lot of people use the follow up thing, right? I literally will not. Like we like literally there's a Slack channel where my team is and like, okay, hey, these three these guys followed up. So they're like, okay, they got, you know, let's let's see, let's dive in deeper into their application. Let's uh -huh. see where we can find them, right? Because yeah. that means they're hungry. Yeah. Uh another thing that we do, so we do job postings across different social media things, just kind of based upon what we you know, what the pipeline is. And also embed key things to DM me. So like DM me this word, or I'll give a, like I have a, a Facebook group. I'll go live once a week and I'll put an Easter egg into the middle of the live to see who's watching it. Cause I want to know who are those guys that's nice. willing to stick out. Nice. I say, DM me this random word. Last one was pay me MF only. I say go specifically on LinkedIn and DM me, pay me MF. And I got like 15 guys who don't even have LinkedIn, create LinkedIn account. So those 15 guys, I'm going to personally mentor them. I'm like, yo, let's jump on a call. I'm going to spend 15 minutes, right? Which is worth some money for clients to okay let, let me try to get to know these guys and you know find them a you know mentor them to the, my best of my ability and put them on an offer so i like do little things like because i've been in the game a little bit where it's like okay what how can i identify the guys who really want it away from like everyone else like that's my filter process okay nice yeah that makes sense put in a little easter egg wait till they follow up 100 percent. it's putting them through a yeah it's putting them through a, a first test you know all right, so you want to get so if you're watching this far, slash listening, do you want to give it like a little Easter egg right now and be like, hey, if you got experience and you want to apply, like, do you want people to DM you or how do you want people to contact you with the Easter egg if if they're seeing this? Oh man, I'm like, I, I might regret this because I get so <laughs> many messages, man. But okay, I love it. Okay, let's do this. So I got I got like not that many listeners. I got like maybe 300 loyal listeners. So all right, cool, nice. cool, cool. That's fine. So this is what we're gonna do, man. Um, I'm gonna give you the same thing because I live on LinkedIn more than any other social media oh, channel. Nice. So go on LinkedIn, send me a connection request at Inmail, I don't care how you do it, and I want you to DM me living that life. Boom, just boom. Okay, cool, <laughs> all right, living that life. Boom, there you go, you guys heard it. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my LinkedIn game up. Let's uh, ask a question about that. What, are you doing a LinkedIn, why, why do you hang out on LinkedIn and what are some tips and tricks for guys? If, if they want to get into remote sales, do they need to do anything on LinkedIn, like optimize profile or what's your, uh, what's your take on LinkedIn right now? So for LinkedIn, um, I personally love it. I do B2B. So most of my clients are B2B. I'm, mm. I'm speaking to that audience. I'm, you know, the professional kind of vibe because they pay the most manufacturers, unfortunately, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to deal with you know, seven and, and nine figure companies. So that's was my primary goal. Um, for salespeople, look, I think that this is a long play. I'm all about compounding guys, like so compounding your skills, mm. compounding your money, compounding your influence, right? And 
every salesperson, if you want to be a salesperson, you need your own personal brand, period. That's ah. it literally will increase your confidence, increase your likelihood of closing. Yep. Because when you're dealing with like the higher dollars you go, like let's say if you're starting from the bottom, working your way up, it might take a year or six months to get to, you know, a, a, a super savage offer. And then when you start talking to those level of people, you know, five and six figure deals, they're going to look you up straight up. They're going to look at your profiles. Yeah. They're going to look at your Twitter. They're going to look yeah. at Google everything. You, yeah. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna check you out. So like having that built up by the time you get there, it's just, it's just like a, it helps you more than it, it, it hurts you. So like whatever you're into, it can be traveling, it can be lifting weights, whatever, like yep. share, share it to the world. Right. hundred percent. That's what I talk about in my, uh, my high ticket closing guide. I don't know if I shared with that with you. So like last Sunday, I, I all day I banged it out and I wrote this like, cause I'm getting so many messages about how to get jobs. So I wrote this whole freaking thing. And then I kind of wrote together the roadmap, like get your bag first. All right. That's what sales is great for. Like relatively quick money in your pocket compared to like, you know, building, you know, like your own e-commerce business or building a business from scratch. Right. And, but on the side, you should always be building your, your personal brand. So on LinkedIn, on social media, and just like you said, it could be about passion stuff or it could be about business stuff. So YouTube channel, start that. LinkedIn, start posting about that. Podcast, if you want it. But those are just kind of the basics of build your personal brand as in your name. And that's always gonna be there for the long term, no matter what you pivot into. Also, I recommend Upwork. I've been on there for the past four years. I think if you're gonna be a digital service provider start that profile and start getting reviews because i view it as kind of like another linkedin as a um, freelance service provider so that's another thing that, that you guys can look into as well absolutely brand 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 man boom building your brand all right so we're doing sales so how did you let's go back a step what is your uh journey how did you get into sales how long have you been doing nomading um and so yeah what's your story man yeah so this is legendary guys so <laughs> grab a cup of coffee um, <laughs> so i was a chemical engineer so i was doing stuff like nasa and department of defense like research stuff what and bored out of my mind so mm -hmm. i decided to be a, be a sales guy during year mm. did door-to-door -door sales with some homies lived, oh lived in okay door-to-door -door gang step step up stand <laughs> up okay okay yeah I don't know if I can celebrate it too much because I got fired that summer because I sucked so bad. Oh. And uh, knocked on a thousand doors, thousand doors slammed in the face, lived with an uncle I never met. And uh, in that moment, sitting on that couch, yep, feeling embarrassed because all my friends just got embarrassed. I was like, I want to be a sales guy. Huh. I was all in. I was so fascinated with how people connected with people, like watching like my, you know, the manager at the time, like walk into these houses and these people yeah. signing $7,000 contracts. I'm like, yeah. What am I missing here? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I um, ended up uh, finishing school, became a sales guy for in the corporate world. Mm. Started from the bottom, man, like waking up 5 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. First guy in the office. I was just hungry. And mm. like, I'm gonna give you guys a piece of advice. My manager at the time gave me that sparked it, sparked it. And it was like, if you're not failing, you're not trying. Yeah. Which meant like, send it, bro. Like, send it. Like, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Like, go get the deals. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so my first year I did three hundred thousand. What were you selling? 
uh, like distribution stuff. So like electrical, like OEM equipment, like uh, solar, like any like in manufacturing, construction. Whoa. Oil and gas. It's like it's like cold calling or like what form? Cold calling. Bro. Oh yeah. I had a big list. That big list, and I had a. Yo, I had to like make it into a game, man. Like I had to, yeah, <laughs> you know, take a batch of ten out, research them. Like I had like had to get religious with follow up, and I start to get savage on the phones because when you're cold calling into businesses, you're gonna get the gatekeeper, and mm-hmm. so it's like the streets, man. You gotta like get good with the gatekeeper because the gatekeeper is gonna get you to the big guy, right? Mm-hmm. So knowing their name and like you know playing the game, right? And calling like you're supposed to be there, right? Like, hey, this is, yeah. you know, so that kind of got me in. So I'm a big fan of what's called land and expand, right? So this is maybe some strategies for some business guys listening to this. So like get in and like, I don't care if it's a $20 order, a $2,000 order, 50, I don't care, man. Like give me eight, give me in, let me show you what I can do. Got in and then you just get more. You expand into that client more and more and more. And I actually mm-hmm. do that in my, in my business, right? Like mm-hmm. I land and I expand. Like people, it's easy for someone to that that paid you to keep paying you than it is to go out and acquire new ones. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm landing and expanding to these customers, I understand, now I'm starting to get into the game of like partnerships. And I still do this in my business today, right? Mm. So you find similar people who are serving the same client and um, you start to get them into your customers, right? And like you just give them an opportunity. It's up to them to close the deal. Like you, you're not responsible for their success. They are. But all you could do is open a door. And so then you have the, the law of reciprocity. So guess what they do? It doesn't matter if they get the deal or not. They're gonna be like, man, I want to keep Desmond happy. I want to keep this guy like, like mm-hmm. I want more opportunities. So like, what opportunities can I give him? Right, mm-hmm. it's just basic human psychology, right? Mm-hmm. And so then that's how you like turn your book of business into more, right? And so as you're expanding, you're purchasing with your existing customers, and you're getting in easier with new customers because people are making intros, right? Um, so that did that. I left, and I uh, left after doing some personal development. You know, I did you know, three and a half million the next year after 300,000. So I just like 10 X like quickly, bro. Oh, and nice. um, I was on track to double the next year. And, you know, it was, I was at, I think I was at 3 million and some change going into August. And uh, I had to look at my situation. I was like, man, I want to be like, I, like, I seen the path I was on mm. and I was like, all right, I got to do something different because I'm a bet on myself essentially. And I uh, left and then I got into entrepreneurship got back into high ticket sales, built a couple sales teams um, to seven figures and uh, just really got business word of mouth. And uh, yeah, now I'm doing ads and <laughs> that's like this third she wrote, right? Wow. Yeah. The story goes on. Corporate sales to remote sales. And then so, wait, what do you mean doing ads? Are you running ads for your for your company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, remote sales manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, this gets savage, man. So at first I was doing like straight up consulting because people were just asking me for support. Like, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing in sales? And mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I didn't intend to be a consultant at first. It was just like, yo, just naturally, what are you doing? And so then I started to recruit because as I'm helping my clients, these, these clients grow, they need people, right? They need capacity. So I started recruiting for free, literally at the time. because I wasn't hip to the recruiting game uh. until I found out I talked to a recruiter for I was interviewing for my podcast was like oh yeah we make 10 to 20 percent of OTE and I was like what that's 10 or 20 grand I've been missing out on per person uh, uh. right so then I got into the recruiting game and uh, then as I was recruiting I was finding a situation where like a lot of my clients was like the integration and onboarding and managing was you know these you know they're entrepreneurs are not managers of, you know of, yeah. of salespeople so yeah. then I kind of got into that and then I started uh, 
code email link, you know, started, I found a, a savage code email strategy. So now we have like a code email service, uh, lead generation service. Oh. And uh, now I'm doing ads. So I hired an agency, we're running ads, we're scaling right now um, with an unlimited appointment setter <laughs> offer right now, which then leads to upsell with like closers. So we're actually hiring. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay, yeah. so that's the entry for the companies. Like, and then do you need to plug in your sales team? We're getting you all these appointments. Yeah, got, yeah, it. Yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I might ask you for your cold email strategy. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to, for my agency, um, yeah, get more appointments. So yeah, might not have to talk after this. <laughs> I need some fucking appointments. Plug it in. Yeah. Legion. Everyone, everyone <laughs> needs it. Amazon. Who needs Amazon ads? Um, but, uh, okay, cool. And then how did you find like the remote sales, high ticket sales, um, world? Yeah, so it was during the pandemic, actually, and okay. um, a buddy was in the game, and he was like, bro, you got to get into this, man. And I was like, yep. Like, what? Like, oh, I, I knew I had roommates at the time who were like high ticket closers, like, oh. were living on the beach in San Diego, and I knew the game, but I was like, I don't know if that's for me. Mm. And uh, he finally enrolled me into it. He was like, bro, you got to do it. So I was like, all right, bet I'll, I'll do it. And uh, ended up meeting this amazing woman who had an offer. And uh, she introduced me to somebody that, you know, had a startup and uh, an agency. And so I came in with them and I, I closed like two 17K deals in a week. And they were like, all right, this dude's a closer. We got to fill up yeah. his calendar. Nice. <laughs> we got to fill up his calendar. So then I like started to take like five to 10 calls a day. And, okay. Uh, yeah. But how I got in, it was just really networking and also being obsessed with the craft, man. So like I started like investing into like specialized skills, like NLP and like, uh -huh. you know, just different trainings to sharpen the tools, so, like investing in myself. So I think as a salesperson, if you want to get in the game, I think you should need to invest in yourself in somewhat, right? Cause you, that's the only way you have accountability. Um, and then just networking, man, like being a freaking savage with like, get, get, get the job, bro. Like get the yeah. back. Go out, figure out how to get the job and get the job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. which is, Hashtag, you know, it's never been easier to figure shit out. It's called Googling and YouTubing. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can ask fucking chat GPT how to do something. And if I can tell you, post on social media, anyone know how to do this? It's just, it's just easier than ever, bros. To, to learn the skills, boom, YouTube, boom. You can learn anything. It's just, it's just an amazing time that like, there's just no excuses. There's just no excuses. And like, this thing with getting this remote sales job like you don't need startup cash like that's the that's the thing it's like in my historically i would always recommend to young hustlers go do door-to-door -door sales because i did that for five summers during college and now i'm talking about now i know about the high ticket closer remote sales world and i'm like if i only knew about this i would have been in college just crushing it and i actually had a call with this 21 year old dude the other day, and he's been doing remote sales since 16, making 100K a year since 16. And now he's got his whole fucking social media and, uh, you know, agency going on. And uh, so, yeah, guys, that's it. Like, man, I'm getting flashbacks to the door to door days, just taking calls, talking to customers. But I always recommend it because not only is it, I mean, the fastest way I've ever seen to make good money from home, from anywhere, basically no startup cash, which is why I loved 
the door-to-door sales because you can make as much as you know the effort that you put in it's like totally on you it's basically commission only and then not only that but looking back in hindsight that door-to-door years built my communication skills up so good like i used to be like introverted like and then now i'm just like nothing phases me socially in any communication like one thing i describe it is like it made me uh have a high tolerance for like not give a fuck my (laughs) my not give a fuck meter is we've seen the most awkward situations you're knocking on a door and there's like something going on a fight going on or fucking cats you know fucking dogs trying to bite you and stuff but we're it teaches you to be calm cool in any situation and so all the time in daily life there's weird situations where you got to be calm and cool and that's just that's like my baseline so there's that which like is kind of the same thing of like i call my awkwardness meter like i don't care like most people will get like really awkward in a situation but if you do door-to-door sales that you teach yourself to ignore that just push through it what i'm saying dudes is sales equals just communication and communications is all life is and so it's a great um skill to build up no matter where you go with your career or life drop the mic boom (laughs) boom (laughs) um shit all right i mean this this has been good um i mean shit we could go you know three hour joe rogan or we could keep it short and sweet anything you wanted to to get into or ask me or you know any any other tips or tricks for the for the few watching now okay um mm. yeah i'll give you one last bomb cool that i think will be valuable which is and this is a true story um if you really want something like your goal, especially if you're just starting out, you'll get someone's attention. If you say, yo, Hey, can I come in and book two to five calls for your day? Hey, can I come in? You know, if you haven't gotten the reps in, like if you're, if you're new, like, and say, Hey, for I'll do it for free for 30 days. Ah, uh, I'm glad you said that. Cause I, I wrote that in my guide. I was like, you can whip that out. Yeah. yeah. Easy yeah. man. Like easy. Like yeah. that. And sometimes you don't even need to ask for permission, bro. Like, for instance, the one person on my team, I love her. She's great. She just started just sending me business, bro. And I'm like, all right, this she got my attention. You, you when you put money in other people's pockets, like, okay, <laughs> you they're gonna make sure they put money in your pocket, right? They're gonna make sure because uh-huh. it's you're showing people, not telling them, right? So, yeah, man, don't don't wait. If you really want something, like, just go do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. do it. That's yeah. it. That's it. And that ties into like some. I remember Gary V always says, if you want to offer, let's say, logo design or video editing for someone, you go send them a video that you just edited for free. Especially like those big influencers. If you want to have someone on your podcast, like let's say I want to have like you know, um, someone big on my podcast, I would like write a guide or do a podcast or about a case study that I've learned from his podcast that he can share to his audience or create something for them super dope and just like send it to them for free like send them their service your value for free and then they're going to notice 
you're boom you're gonna stand out if they like it of course boom maybe you'll do something together yeah so be a giver not a taker <laughs> yep exactly be a giver i mean that's the story of life you give you shall receive you know we're in the land of the buddha of the uh you know of the karma and so do good and you shall receive good yeah 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 this is good man let me ask you this so this i guess you could be the interview yeah flip it um outside of high ticket sales man what would you say or let's just say a digital nomad in general like what would you say is the best way for digital nomads to start living that life like if someone is in between or let's say they, they're code starting and they don't have a job right now maybe have a little money saved up what would you like maybe recommend they do just curious yeah it totally depends like so that's why i'm so fired up about the remote sales thing because i look at my past version of myself remote sales would have been the obvious choice because i had corporate sales experience but we were looking in what are other people doing and the most common things were drop shipping and fba and so started with drop shipping that requires it does require startup cost fba requires a little bit more startup cost Back then it was the general consensus was like for 5k, you could launch a private label product. Now I talk about Amazon every single day. That's my agency. We manage Amazon for brands, for companies to launch one product. You're going to need at least 20k, like 5k for the inventory, 5k for the super awesome video and photo shoot. And then hundred dollars a day, 3k a month for at least three months for Amazon ad spend before you can take profit. Uh, it's getting more competitive. You're going to need to invest everything back into the business for six months to a year. Mm-hmm. And so for, for for creating your own physical product, it takes Amazon's more competitive. As everyone knows, you can't just go and launch a selfie stick like I did and and do 10K a month in sales on that. You just can't do it anymore. It's too, too flooded. And so, um, and then there's drop shipping. Um, <clears throat> with drop shipping, you know, we've all met, you know, some friends who have done million in sales and drop shipping. And how did that happen? They got a viral ad about some viral product and they scaled it worldwide and big potential returns. Um, but you do need a lot of cash up front for that ad spend. And like any business, it's hit and miss. You have to try dozens of different products with potentially dozens of different video creatives for that one to go viral. And the guys that went viral and made a million bucks, they're the ones that are doing the videos and the courses that you see on YouTube. But this is with any business. Of course, it's going to be, you know, not everyone's going to succeed. And in any business that you do, it's all good. It, it doesn't matter if you don't take profit because like I tell people all the time, Oh, your FBA business, it didn't, wasn't profit. Oh, it made, it made its money back and broke even. That's great. You just invested 10 K in like a better than 4 K, uh, four year university business degree. You learned so much more. You learned the supplier negotiations. You learned like profitability calculations. You learned graphic design, branding, uh, importing pay-per-click copywriting, keyword SEO, uh, consumer shopping psychology you just like 
really got some business experience. And so that's what I say to people. Um, what I'm interested in these days is like, what are the, what's the hot stuff right now? Um, it's, it's TikTok. And so when you're looking at what are the options to start, look at the newly upcoming like platforms and things. So, I mean, TikTok's not so new, new anymore, but look at like, what's the upcoming thing and something around that. Um, so the main things I talk about with how to get started is you, you may have seen my video. What are the top three ways to be a digital nomad? It's my, it's my ebook. And so it's basically, here it is <laughs> to summarize. It's all right. Freelance. So offer some service or a remote job and remote job means a remote employee doesn't necessarily mean sales could be anything accounting blog writing and so the easiest fastest way for some people is whatever job you have right now that's like work from home just ask them if can i go live in thailand if not maybe they'll let you live in mexico so the first the quickest way is take your current job remotely and every year especially post covid it's getting easier second most quickest easiest way for i would say many people is freelance services but traditionally in my videos before i knew about high ticket closing i would say that's one of the fastest ways but you're not it's it's uncommon to make like a thousand dollars profit in your first few months like it'll probably take you a good six months to start bringing in like the multi-thousand dollar uh months because you're going to need to build your reviews at first build your testimonials start on upwork i have a whole upwork mini course on that because that's what i did for amazon i started and it probably took a good six months before we were bringing in like a good 1k like profit and i had freelancers under me outsourcing most of the work so that means to get to like whatever 2k consistent revenue all right that maybe because at first you're going to start not only no lower views, so it's harder to get clients, but lower price, lower hourly rate, because you got to build it up. What I'm saying is build up your freelance. That's going to take a while to get to get momentum going. And then my number three is high ticket closing. You're going to start bringing in cash sooner than that. But as I mentioned earlier, build your personal brand and start maybe thinking about what's the business that you're going to build on the side of doing that immediate income, which is remote sales. I've personally not seen any quicker way of guys getting money profit quicker, let alone no, basically no cash investment. So there's that. And then there's also stuff like affiliate SEO, which I basically, that's just like in the internet marketing category, but that stuff takes time to build up. There's digital products. If you are a type of person that um, that can speak, if you could see yourself doing a YouTube channel, if you love talking, learning, sharing, build that up and then make your ebook, make your mini course. And so the online education space is definitely big. I'm trying to always, um, you know, I've I started my e-commerce career by buying a $500 course. Uh, I've come out with many courses. Um, and so hopefully digital products slash courses will be a, a big thing of what I'm doing moving forward. So digital products I love as well. So that was my um, long winded answer for you guys. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, I think a, a pattern that I want to make sure we highlight here is that everything, every option that you provided had a common pattern, which was like, it takes time and compounding, right? Mm-hmm. In some regard. So like picking something and committing to it. <laughs> like, so I think that's a, a, a pick, like something I see with digital nomads sometimes is bouncing around like, oh, I'm going to do this for two months and then I'll do this for two months and then I'll do this for a month. And they're just like not consistent. All they're doing is just slowing down their own success, right? Like their timeline of success. So I, I feel like if you spent six months committed to anything like freelancing, high ticket sales, um, you know, blogging, content creation, whatever that is, if you just be obsessed with it for six months and detach yourself from like the bag you're getting, but like just getting better because the better you get, the more money you make. It was crazy about high ticket sales. When you start making a bunch of money, the only way that's going to keep you motivated when you get that $5,000, $3,000, $10,000 check is like, what can I do to get better? Like, how mm-hmm. am I, what am I missing? And you, that keeps you zoned because when that money hits your bank account, it could be easy to, I'm going to sleep in today. Yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah, to call yeah. in sick. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go get, go, go party and then be broke in two weeks. Right. Yeah. So I just think like being obsessed with whatever you're doing, just, just like, giving it all and just focusing on what can I do today to get better, you'll crush it. You'll, you'll crush it. I think you, cr- you, you, you hit it with just breaking even. Like, we're running ads right now, right? And I'm, I told my team, I was like, look, all right, we're going to do everything possible for this to be successful. But, like, we have a, there's a 50% chance that we're just either going to be slightly behind, broke even, or slightly ahead. There's a 30% chance that we might just, like, knock it out the park and just, you know, really scale this thing. And there's a 20% chance that maybe we just blow up operationally or whatever. So like, but I know no matter what, it's experience that is worth more than the risk, right? So like taking calculated risk, like knowing when to double down, when to, you know, take a step back. Um, but you just be committed, guys. Like think long term and you'll you'll crush it, right? Yeah. Like you'll crush it. Yeah. 100%. And so it's like long term what what do we all want we all want like a relatively passive income right but looking back i would not start with a passive income business model and that's what you see uh, online of course a lot of people that passive income is great but it takes time to ramp up build that on the side for long term because that's in line with compounding with what you said so your youtube channel building your personal brand that can turn into potentially passive income because your youtube videos will gain like people are watching my shit watching your shit while we sleep and that's a form of passive income our digital self is working for us and then they can sign up for whatever you know course or ebook or you know join our agency or whatever and so that's long term but as with anything with an amazon product with an seo site with a youtube channel with a TikTok, it takes time to build your followers slash rank slash reviews that stuff is built for long term but in terms of obviously immediate job you know high ticket sales is a form of freelancing and it's what i've seen is the most you know lucrative one uh that i've ever seen um you know unless of course let's say you're a professional you know graphic designer for a big you know corporate company 
then you can come into the freelance world and start earning, of course, because you have a reputation built. But um, that's that's another situation. So if you're, you know, if you already have a skill that you're an expert on, it's a no brainer to pivot to nomad life, start freelancing in that skill and be your own boss. Just bring your whatever corporate skill in your job over to freelance slash personal brand. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of my like really quickly, like my playbook, because I was also on the passive income. Like, oh, how can I make money when I'm asleep? Yep. And um, I realized, especially when you're closing, it's like you make if you get good at your active income, mm. you have so much money coming in every month that you will just be like, what do I do with this? Yeah, now you can invest <laughs> it. OK, what can I do with this? And like the passive income will take over itself. Because then you'll just be throwing your, you know, your active income, like your profits into passive assets, right? Like, that's what I'm planning on doing. Like, I'm right now, I'm investing in growing the business with profits. And then next quarter, I'm like already talking with other nomads, like investing in Africa, like agriculture and all these other crazy stuff, boring businesses. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to start throwing all my profits into things that generate more cash flow. Like, the, the key is cash flow like high ticket sales gives you cash flow like mm. get subscription like get reoccurring money coming uh. in every month mm. for, and get profitable obviously be profitable i've heard did you tell me this that some guys after a while negotiate not only an upfront commission on their closes but a recurring yes. low commission as well yes so you can do it, like this is when i say like invest in your skills and like be obsessed like the, if you're getting better and better every month and you become what's called a linchpin, which is irreplaceable within a business, mm. right? And when you become irreplaceable, that means it's a risk for you to walk away. And so that entrepreneur or business owner, whoever you're doing business with will be willing to give you more in terms of maybe a base or a higher base or a better commission. I, I love that. I mean, I've probably negotiated myself three in separate occasions, more commissions. Because like, especially here's the best time is when you go on a well, run, because when high ticket sales, you'll go on streaks, right? Like you'll, you'll just reach God mode and you'll just like <laughs> slay, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And if you do it, like if you're on a rent like this, that's the perfect time to negotiate. Like, hey, look, like, you know, I want, you know, you, you send it in a formal way and you do it in a way that's like not coming from take, but you also want to give more too. So you have to figure out a way to. Form it in a way where it's like, hey, I'm planning on adding this much extra value, right? Like, hey, I want to help the SDRs or I want to help the team do this, like give more you know, feedback here. And I also want to get X more back and maybe a lower base and more commission, right? Mm. So you just got to figure out the numbers for you and your offer. But yeah, man, like when you start crushing it in high ticket, you can definitely ask for more. Money. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And a recurring little percentage sounds pretty sweet too in addition to the upfront chunk and so have, have you seen guys do that or is that not too common in the industry um well i have a client where we placed a guy i mean they get he gets a piece of like the upfront one-time payment and then he get pieces of the mrr right? yeah so it yeah. just really depends on the business model of the business true 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 and it might the, not be a recurring yes yeah, thing you're selling yeah but also there's another way you can make money though you can like if they have multiple cross sales so this is where there's a little i'm giving you guys all the hacks right now so Sometimes entrepreneurs hire closers and setters and all this stuff to work on the front end, right? So just bringing the, acquiring the customer. Yep. And then they have sales systems on the back end that upsell or cross sell different things. And you might not get a piece of that because you just got paid to 
that initial transaction. Yep. So if you have a, you know, a working for a company that has, let's say, higher value, you know, things and, you know, other, other things you could sell, you could say, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Entrepreneur, I would love to help account manage some of my deals and like see if I can upsell them faster or cross sell more to them. And you can negotiate, you you can go from making maybe, I don't know, 6K a month to 13K a month just because you are have the permission to get commission and actively sell to acquire a customer. So it just depends on the offer you're in, but you can get real savage in terms of the whole idea is like you're just not taking, you're like figuring out ways, how can I secure the more money? And like I told you earlier, I told you on the pod, it's easier to sell to someone that's already giving you money. Yeah. <laughs> it's way easier. Yeah, it's ask if you can potentially upsell them, nurture them, slash offer them the upsells and get commission on that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Man, this is this is good stuff. And so I'm sure there's at least a few guys interested in, you know, hitting you up about remote sales manager, potentially joining your roster or whatever. Like and I was asking you this, like, what is your training look like like do you train for free but they have to be accepted on the roster or do you have like you know free trainings that you give people or how does that how does that work yeah so three months ago four months ago when i was me and some contractors and i was doing a lot of the work i was personally mentoring right because i had a lot of like just high value high dollar customers you know it, it was just more me personally mentoring salespeople and placing them you know with either my client or you know making recommendations or placing them with other people and now that we're growing i mean dude we're adding you know we're, it's crazy man um i'm running into obviously time crunches <laughs> i can't i can't mentor 20 yeah. 30 guys like one-on-one for free a month so one thing i'm doing is i created a facebook group two weeks ago mm. and the goal is mm. to um, I think right now it's already at 300 people, 400 people maybe. It's so fast. Mm. Um, and the goal is for me to go live there once a week and just give out free game. And, like, I'm going to give you literally things that made me millions. And, nice. like, I'm always learning new stuff. Like, I told you, I'm running ads. Like, who knows? Like, I might start an ad agency on the side to cross-sell to customers. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm always giving out the game away, especially for young people. And then during those lives in the group, I'm creating opportunities for people to show who's the most interested. Right. And that's kind of my filter to the top. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. Okay. Boom. There you go. And then so to even get into that group, do they need to send the application yes. in the video first? Everybody sends the video. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You got to do it because there's so many people that reach out for jobs. Yeah. Like this is like, like prove it. Number prove one. it. Send me a video. Yeah. yeah. That's Fill out the application, then send the video. Because the application helps us get you the best offer, right? Like, how much money have you closed? How many hours can you work? What time zone you're yeah, in? Like, yeah, yeah. It helps save everybody time so that we can place as many people as possible, right? Yeah. So there's a there's a reason for the madness. Yeah, yeah. Boom. And then your Facebook group is kind of the all right, ready, steady, wait. And of course, you know, the you know, the if you already have tons of experience and if you're boom, ready for placement, then your team will look at it and 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 do what makes sense yeah okay and i'll give you one last thing too uh that's important i want to i'm giving another piece of the game how we work man desperate people will have a harder time getting a job i don't care how good you are how much experience i mean there's a few people who have tons of experience right now um but the energy level so like you need to do some meditation some yoga go do the cold plunge go do a sauna but get your energy right and don't come from a scarcity mindset because it doesn't matter how good you are even if i placed you in an offer that was a dream offer the next day 
your mind is, is you're just not going to perform as well like mm. period like doesn't matter even if we solved let's say oh here's a quick thousand dollars start a new offer tomorrow like you're such in a, 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 a certain mind like in a, a form it'll be hard for you to perform so if you're feeling like you're scarce you're in a bad money situation like get your mind right and before you shoot that video boom yeah. What I do is I YouTube guided meditation. This plane, like you can search you on YouTube, money meditation or scarcity mindset, abundance mindset meditation. There's a lot on that, yeah. and like little YouTube things. I do it for sure, and it's like goes into a, a Tim Ferriss clip I saw like just today. He was like, "Art of negotiation. The person that wants it the least will win." And so you can't be like, "Give it." Da, 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 da. The person that seems like they want it the least will win. That yes. ties into what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, dude, that framing closing works. Like, I remember I, got, I used this on a, uh, uh, it's, uh, it was a financial planner dude. And we got to the end of the call and I gave him the offer. And he was like, I don't want that. I don't blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, man, look. Like, because he was already annoying me the entire call. I was like, all right, look, man, I don't think we're a good fit. Yeah. Immediately. Okay, I'm going to use that. Immediately. Said no 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 no. I think I, I, like I, what I was saying is I want this. Boom, easy, seventeen k in the back, right? Boom. And I'm about to use it actually tomorrow. <laughs> actually, maybe tonight. I don't know. Maybe Monday. There's a client. I'm like, yo, man, I'm just gonna pull the offers off the table. And I'm just gonna say we're not a good fit. Also for renewals, I did it for the client a week ago. Like being able to walk away and like hold your ground. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, and I've noticed that too. Like not even like purposefully but like when we start talking about all right here's our requirements like start picking up in their business so what what we typically look for business that can stay in stay in stock how much inventory do you have and like and they'll be like oh yeah yeah we have that oh yeah we can do that and start qualifying them and um yeah exactly flipping the script boom dude you just got to realize like from a position of energy i have more value or i have more money like yeah. I'm the person that has all the le like the yeah. power, and it took. I'm an abundant mindset, and yeah. I know that I yeah. can go somewhere else. Yep. And you have to believe it, though. Yeah. Like believe it. It, it. it takes a while to get there, but yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like, who was saying that the other day? Like, yeah, you, you are, you are the one that's going to be hooking them up, like potentially changing their business, changing their life, and so that's got to be your mindset with with really everything and that's a good one that's a good one i think we're not okay no 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 <laughs> <laughs> exactly that will see where they're at 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. all right this has been great um about an hour about 55 minutes in any last words tips i think i think um, we got enough game man they gotta, yeah, they gotta see yeah. me living that life in the dms on linkedin yep and click the links man let's make it happen okay cool we'll put the links in the description and, and whatnot um so yeah you guys already know that's how you get in contact with them and uh like are you doing like youtube or like any other place they could follow you or or instagram or yeah instagram i am desmond dixon on literally every platform um we're doubling down tripling down on like short form content i'm already like yeah. hiring a team out for that so tiktok is about to be on fire this year all my travel content i travel the world guys by the way too so yeah get some Wh of that fomo where have, where have you been just real quick like last couple of years and where are you going next uh man i've been in Colombia, hawaii Italy, Montenegro, Egypt, Turkey a lot. It's obviously Thailand, Bali. Um, I'm going to India, Japan, going back to Europe. I spent a lot of time in Europe this summer. Go to UK. 
Um, Switzerland and Iceland is also on my list as well. So I love the travel and uh, I love living that life, fam. Dude. <laughs> and so someone's probably asking me, how, how do you deal with the time zone thing with client calls or you, it's just like you just set your own schedule and you're open when you're open? Like book, Bro. book, book when, book when you can find a spot on my calendar. It's, uh, it's a little bit of both. So I think that the time zone is by far the hardest thing. It's so annoying, but um, I just make meetings shorter and I just don't have meetings with everyone. Like put it bluntly. So like when I when I tell a salesperson, like I'm going to take time, 15 minutes to talk to them. It's a big deal to me because it's like I don't take meetings. I try not to take them. Um, But yeah, man, I, I think it's also important in terms of like framing with clients when they see that there's only a limited amount of time they can book with you. Like they they value those seconds a lot more. They value yeah. a lot more yeah. than if you're like completely full, like open all the time. Right. So um, and then also I leverage my content to get more business because all my prospects, my clients see me like in all these cool places. And they're like, who is this guy? It, it makes me more of an interesting person. Yeah. Right. And then they just start consuming my content, things like that. And then boom, like, you know, they reach out, sign the DMs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Along that note, like. Let's say Southeast Asia, Thailand, Bali is your digital nomad dream destination. What I tell people ask me, what about the time zone? Well, first thing, if you're trying to get the bag, you'll figure it out. Maybe you got to take take calls at 12-1-2. I take calls at 10, 11 at night, 12-1 because I'm actually a night owl. That's when I worked, you know, before I even started doing client work. So, but at the end of the day, you'll figure it out or and or you could get placed in a situation where you're you're talking to the leads in australia or europe if you're living in asia or a company that's based in uk or australia so it's 100 percent figure outable plenty of situations to go around no matter where you are in the world uh, I'm, I'm biased i think asia's amazing lifestyle wise it's out of all the places i've been around the world asia is so amazing the lifestyle the food the people you'll figure out the time zone. Like I'm literally forming my life around the time zone situation because the life, the quality of life in Asia is amazing mm. compared to, you know, Europe and, 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 and uh, Latin America, unfortunately. I mean, those are cool places. Don't get me wrong if that's your vibe, but um, it's a reason why people are attracted to this part of the world. Yeah. Tropical yeah. paradise, tropical Asia, as I like to call it. Cool, man. All right. That was, that was dope. You guys already know what to do. We're going to go enjoy Thailand. See you guys out here. Subscribe. Next video you can check out right here. Like the video. Share it. Pound it. Drop the mic. Boom. You're listening to the Living That Life Digital Nomad Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes if you're a boss. And check out the YouTube channel for dope travel videos.